Bengals fans are amazing. They're resilient, they're tough, but they're fun. And I'm I'm really excited to hopefully meet a lot a lot more of you. Isaac has the big game. Then we became a real balanced offense for the playoff run, which I thought was really important. He put on the greatest route running exhibition I have ever seen in my life. He was he was football twenty four seven, and that was the greatest part of of Chad. Times at times the early part, I would tell him when he were throwing deep passes, I said, "Don't wait too long." You know, because I'm going to get away. If you ain't going to have the arm to get there. So, you know, I want to run to the ball, you know. Well, Duke, it looks like Duke's in a waiting room. I don't want to keep Duke waiting. He gave us uh, a very limited amount of time. I know he was a busy, busy man. Duke, what's going on, big dog? How you doing, buddy? Jim, how are you, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey. I'm real busy. I'm sitting on my porch. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> I'll have a little drink going on there. You know, Joe Burrow has played in big games his entire life, and I would think he will be a steady hand at the at the, at the bow of the ship. And uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they take him all the way to the Super Bowl. I really wouldn't. Do it. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Talking Football with Bengal Jim and friends. But damn, what a hell of a weekend uh, in Tampa. Uh, Tony was down there. I know you guys were watching, man. But what a what an unbelievable, what an amazing game. Tell it two has, man. So we'll talk. We're going to get into that game later. Later, uh, a lot of stuff going on. Hey, we got Logan Wilson to start the show tonight. So uh, you know what? We're not even going to play around with this, guys. Let's go ahead and pull Logan on now if you can. Logan, what's going on, big dog? How you doing, buddy? What's up, guys? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, man. Good. Uh, Logan said he didn't have to go to the hot tub or, you know, every, he feels great after the game, uh, a Tampa well, game here, but <laughs> Logan's feeling pretty damn good. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. Um, Logan, I, I know you've probably never watched the show. We've had a lot of your teammates on, a lot of former players. Man, we just search the archives for any videos or pictures that we can find of our guests to put them in a kind of a, you know, a little spot here. We did a Kay Adams last week. She got a little frustrated with me about her hairdo that we, of a video that we showed from like seven or eight years ago. We got one of you we want to play. And usually it's a highlight, you, you know, what you did in high school or as a youth. I mean, you went to – is it Natrona County High School, Logan? Is that right? Natrona County High School, yeah. Okay. So you played wide receiver. You were a defensive back. You were a punter. You were even a place kicker, right? Yep. All right. So I got this video here. Uh, this was one I didn't know about, um, if I can find this thing again. Uh, here it is right here. Work. Logan Wilson was called on for a 50-yard field goal try. That's quite a stretch in high school, and maybe he was hitting them in practice, but this one is short, and in high school. Okay, were you hitting them in practice, Logan, or not? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I remember how far that was. That was my sophomore year. That was a 50-plus-yard field goal. i got to send that to Evan. Evan's got to see that. Yeah. I think I made a 53-yarder once in a game, but – that was the furthest one. I attempted a 60-yarder in, in the Oil Bowl my junior year, um, and it was just short. But uh, that's, that's 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 funny stuff, man. When I saw that video, I was like, I could have had some other videos, but I'm going to show him kicking a field goal here. trying to And missing, of course. You know, my bad, man. I couldn't find the ones you made. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
I guess I'm going to start off with one more video. We'll get the videos out of the way here because we want to get to a few viewer questions as well. I know we all have a question for you. Uh, man, last year, what a hell of a run it was, Logan. I know you came in in 2020. I think you were the, the – at 19, 2020, the third-round pick. You were the highest draft pick out of Wyoming, uh, out of Wyoming, a native to the state to be drafted in college, which was an, something I didn't know until today. Um, but, man, last year, uh, Logan, uh, you played a critical part – the entire season. I'm going to play this short, short video here. One of the, another game we were at last year, but I'm going to play this video. I'd like, like for you to comment about this video as well. what happens when you hustle to the ball. He's right there for the interception. Giving the Bengals excellent field position with 20 seconds. I think everybody know what happened next, Logan, after that interception. So talk about that. had to be one of the biggest interceptions in your career, college and uh, NFL, I would assume. Yeah, it was it was huge. Um, <clears throat> it was a big play by Eli, obviously, to, to bat that pass. And, um, you know, as the announcer said, that's something I've always prided myself on was just running to the ball because you never know, you know, the position that you're going to put yourself in just by having constant effort. Um, and so that's something I pride myself on, and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Oh, man, it was uh, it was it was an awesome uh, feeling, brother, because I was scared as hell. I thought they were going to march down and kick a field goal. Then that happens. Like, we flipped the script on them, man. It was an yeah. awesome play. Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. Uh, Tom, go ahead, brother. I know you had a couple, uh, couple for uh, Logan. Logan, thanks first for your time tonight. Um, this defense, I mean, you guys, you embody the team, how well you guys work together. And, you know, from the untrained eye up in the stands, how well you guys communicate with each other. I'm just wondering, what do you attribute that to? Is it is it what happens at practice? Is it what happens in meetings? Is it all the above? Or is it just the special guys you guys, you have as teammates? You know, I think it's all the above. Um, and I think the one the biggest thing is, um, you know, I think that you can attribute it to is we trust each other. You know, we trust that everyone is going to do their 111th um, to the best of their ability on every play. And that's not saying guys aren't going to make mistakes, but, um, you know, we don't point fingers. We just kind of rally and move on to the next play because that's part of this game, and we understand that. And, um, you know, that just also goes back to the guys that we have in the locker room. Coach Taylor and the front office have done an incredible job of bringing unselfish guys on the team that ultimately just want to win, and that's a big reason for our success. Tom, go ahead. I think you, you have another one. Tom? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, as you prep every week, what has been the toughest quarterback you and the defense have had to prep for thus far in your career? Yeah, I feel like it was probably last week, you know, facing Tom Brady, a guy that's played 23 years in the league. Um, there's literally not a coverage that he hasn't seen. So mm. it's just a matter of, um, you know, being poised and understanding where he's going to try to work with the ball and things like that. And, um, I mean, it was obviously an honor to go play against a guy like him. Mark? Hey, how you doing, Logan? Um, my first question is, you know, when I take a look at the snap counts, I mean, you're generally playing every single snap. You know, I think last week you played all 74 snaps uh, that we had. I was just wondering, is there, you know, something coming from college to the pros that you do to be able to maintain that level? Of being able to play, like, the whole game? Yeah, because you also have the green dot, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's for me personally, I mean, I take a lot of pride in taking care of my body to be able to, you know, do that kind of stuff. And um, there's a lot of work that goes on off the field for what I put on the field. 
Um, and then I think the biggest thing is just like, I'm, I'm a firm believer in you practice how you play. So if you're not going to practice with good effort, or you're not going to practice with good technique, it's not going to show up on Sundays. Um, so a lot of that kind of stuff starts in practice. Okay, cool. And also I have one more question. Who is the biggest smack talker when you're out there on the defense? To me, I think it would be either Eli Apple or DJ readers. Just who's the one chirping at the other team. Uh, both those guys do talk a lot of smack, but Trey Hendrickson also talks a lot of smack. I don't know if you guys that. He's, no idea. He's a good smack talker himself. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, thanks, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, as you watch right now, whether the platform you're watching on YouTube, uh, Facebook, or Twitter, type in your questions. Jamie's going to pop up a few questions for us. You obviously somebody see somebody missing on the screen tonight. Uh, uh, Jamie, I'm sorry, James is down in the Keys right now doing some snorkeling uh, and some fishing. So he'll be back with us here next week. But uh, Tony, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I just have one question. Uh, first off, Logan, thanks for coming on to the show. Appreciate your time. Yeah. So uh, as you were growing up, who is the football player, role model, or coach that has influenced you for the way that you play today? Oh, man. I grew up a Denver Broncos fan. So, um, and I, you know, prior to college, I'd never really, I'd never played linebacker. So I was a defensive back and I was a huge fan of Chant Bailey um, and the way that he played the game. Um, just growing up, he was probably my favorite player. Thanks. Got it, got it. All right. Let's talk about your, your, your position group, Logan. I mean, talk about those guys. I mean, you guys got a hell of a room right there. Yeah. I mean, it's, and we had a lot of young guys too. You know, I think, I think about, I want to say six of us are for all from the same draft class. We got Joe Bocci, Akeem, Marcus, me, Clay, and Keandre are all from the same class. And then Jermaine is our oldest in our room. Um, so, you know, we've got, we were getting a lot of experience and, um, you know, our, our position coach is doing a good job with us. And I think that, you know, we're playing at a high level right now. Good. Um, so I got to ask, I, I was talking to a bunch of folks, some, some folks close to you. I don't know how to ask this question, but if it's flops, I don't care. They, you went to Wyoming. They said some crazy things happen in Wyoming. I don't know what that means, but what are some of the things that happen in Wyoming that don't happen anywhere else? In terms of <laughs> that flop, that flop, flop, Well, I, I well, can for some I juice. Might be able to help you. We ride our horses to school still. <laughs> really? For real? <laughs> hey. I'm I'm from Canada. People ask me if we skate the school, so I get it, yeah, man. I totally go. understand. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, how's my igloo? Thing, you know, there's coast to coast. Everybody's freaking out. I'm listening to the NFL Network and everything today about the temperatures. You know, the Bears are gonna. It's gonna be 11 degrees with horrible wind chill. It's gonna be cold in uh, in Foxborough this weekend. It's gonna be cold in Baltimore. Blah blah blah. Logan, when these guys are talking about playing football and you know 10 degrees, 15 degrees, I would think. In Wyoming in November and December, that's just a it's not a big deal. My my state championship my senior year, we played it at the University of Wyoming Stadium. Um, I think it was I want to say it was close to like negative twenty with the wind chill at kickoff. Wow! So when you talk, so what are you, are you, gonna, are you helmet off? If you took your helmet off and you wanted to put it back on, you were just going to pierce and slice your skin because they would just get wow. rock hard. So you just never took your helmet off, and like you, I had frost on the inside of my face mask. Just from breathing. 
And that was like in so November, hard. wasn't it? It was cold. <laughs> so I, I thought you'd be the one going out this weekend in the cold weather in New England, like no sleeves, you know, ready to go. You know, I did it that once college, and I was just like, well, this is – what am I doing? This is just I – mean, what, <laughs> what am I trying to prove to people? You know, it's just it's pointless. All I'm going to do is get myself sick. <laughs> I'm gonna be the that's your badass, bro. That's what you do. You go out there with no sleeves on. Come on. Yeah, yeah, but we don't need them. We don't need a sick for for another no, run. We don't want them sick. Want sick. No. <laughs> I was because they'll say you know guys won't wear sleeves to try to intimidate the opponent. It's like you play football. Is that not already intimidating? Like not wearing sleeves is going to intimidate a guy. And I, I think some people put weird. in that intimidation factor. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come out with thermals and a scarf on Sunday. Shit. Yeah. All right, Jamie. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. <laughs> Jamie, go ahead. I know we have a ton of viewer questions for Logan. All right, perfect. Uh, I'll throw a couple up here, Logan. Like we said, we really appreciate your time. Um, Greg, one of our longtime viewers, watches every week. He was wants to know what the draft process was like for you. Shoot, my draft process was weird because it was COVID. So, you know, I I was I did the I went to the combine and Senior Bowl, and then I I went back to the to Laramie, Wyoming, I think, and it was like five days before my pro day. I got my pro day in. And I think I was one of, like, I don't know how many pro days it was before they started shutting the whole country down. Um, and then I had actually taken, and like, they t- call it the top 30 visit, and I went to the, the Eagles, and I was there. And while I was there, they were sending people, like, out of the building to leave, like, temporarily. I, they didn't know how long. And 
So, you know, as soon as I, I left, I know I landed in Denver at the airport and the DIA was just a ghost town. It was crazy, you know, during COVID. Um, so the draft process was weird. We were going to go to Vegas and, you know, be in Vegas for the draft. Just had a little Airbnb and ended up having to just do it at home and um, had to set up a little camera on an iPad in my, in my living room and watch the draft from home. Yeah, that's it was definitely a weird time. Uh, so as people on the screen here, we live and breathe this team, watch everything. We can't help but notice that the Bengals seem to really come out strong in the second half. Another viewer, Augie, wants to know, what's the key adjustment in the second half this past week? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is we just settle down and play our brand of ball. Sometimes we just, um, you know, sometimes guys just make mistakes and, and that's just part of the game. And they are also, you know, playing well on, on offense. And the biggest thing is we just settle down and play our brand of ball. And, um, you know, we know what we're capable of. Sometimes there's a little more adjustments here and there. But um, at the end of the day, we control what we can. Cool. Got a couple more here. Um, Josh would like to know, what's your favorite thing to do in Cincinnati? Oh, man. When you have the, time to do I was going to stay with my, with my limited free time. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I feel like my wife and I like to try new, new food spots a lot. Uh, I wouldn't, maybe not new, but we like to go out to dinner a lot. Okay. okay. So that actually piggybacks off Emily's question. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant to eat at in Cincinnati? I think right now I'd have to go with Soto. Oh, that's, that's my wife and I's anniversary spot every year. That place is the best. Uh, yeah, we, I, it's, I mean, it's so good. I had their summer menu and I had some, something, I had like some prosciutto on cantaloupe and it was just doesn't sound good, but I tried it and it was just unbelievable. And then their pasta, I mean, I can go on there. It's a really good spot. Did you get their donuts? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> hey, hey, people that are watching right now, don't laugh at it. You go to a real nice restaurant. They have these little ricotta ball donuts. It's ridiculous. Man, they're and they're so warm. They're so good. That's okay. We'll we'll do two more quick ones here. Um what do you feel was the bigger victory for you this season? The win over Tampa and Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City? Um in terms of our team, I would probably say that Kansas City win. Um, yeah. just for just because they're in the AFC. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then last question, uh, Brandon, longtime viewer as well, not to look too far ahead, but how much are you looking forward to going against Josh Allen January 2nd? Yeah, that, that going to be fun. I mean, we got a lot of friends and family that are coming out for that. And I know there's a lot of like Wyoming people back home that are looking forward to it um, just because it's a, a unique game. You know, you don't get to play very often against your former teammate who's one of, if not, one of, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So it'll be, it'll be a cool opportunity. Cool. Uh, well, hey, uh, Logan, I know we had you for a limited amount of time, but I uh, appreciate your time. But I, we also want to let the viewers know we're kind of tied. This would be the first time three years, three seasons that we've had, that we've actually had our guest going to stay on for the, uh, this particular charity duck race we're doing. So, uh, Tony, talk about right now, if you could, uh, give everybody an update on how many ducks were sold and how much was raised. And I'm going to have uh, Logan uh, talk about uh, what we're doing on this fundraiser and why. Sure. Uh, so Logan reached out, if you guys know, and uh, we uh, started a duck race uh, this week for a uh, signed 
a white uh, Logan Wilson jersey um, that was used uh, during the Pittsburgh game. And uh, he reached out to us in uh, an effort to uh, raise funds. Uh, so we sold over um, 160 something ducks uh, for this uh, duck race, which has uh, earned us um, $8,150 uh, to go towards his uh, um, event that he's uh, going to talk about, uh, which actually brings our total this year up to uh, ninety-six over $96,000. So uh, you guys have done a really great job on this. Cool, man. Awesome. Unbelievable. 96 grand, guys. We're not even through the season. Our goal was 75. We bumped it to 100. Uh, well, how many charities now, Tony? About 16, 17 charities we worked with this year? Uh, yeah, Logan's would uh, be the 17th that we worked with. Okay. I'm going gonna to put this picture up here, and, and I want you to talk about this family right here and, and what we're doing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there are neighbors that live down the street from us, um, and my wife got to know them, and them and their parents or uh, Ryan's parents lived down the street from us. And, um, you know, she it just kind of got on her heart after she found out that um, the mom has breast cancer and she's going through treatments right now. It just kind of put on her heart that I, you know, her and I have this platform, you know, with the NFL that we can kind of use to give back to a family like them. And, um, you know, we just, after after we talked about it, um, you know, I reached out to my marketing guy and figured out that, that we should get the game-worn jersey from the Pittsburgh game, and um, they reached out to you guys, and we're just, you know, trying to raise as much money for them to help, um, you know, pay for the medical bills. Yeah. So, you guys, awesome. Day Nation, 8150 bucks. Uh, we marvel at this stuff all, all the time. Yeah, huge. So Logan has no idea what he's getting in, ready to get into here. Logan, just looking at last last week, last week we had Kay Adams on. I know Kay had interviewed you. She was talking to me about her interview with you before it came out. And uh, we told her about this duck race, and she was mortified. She thought we were, like, stapling duck, uh, stapling names on ducks and everything. So here's what we're doing, guys. We can, we can only do so many ducks at a time. So we're doing two heats here. There's uh, a lot of ducks. We, we can only do 100 ducks at a time. So – Jamie, uh, Jamie's going to do two different heats. The winner of those heats will play in the championship duck run. It's the first time we've ever done it like this. So uh, Tom is our duck caller on this, and uh, we'll just go ahead and kick it off here, uh, Jamie. All right, so the first heat, we have 73 names. Second heat will be – I'm not sure how many names, but we'll see in a second. So winner of the first heat will go head-to-head -head against the winner of the second heat, and that person's going to win the signed jersey. Here we go. And number one. Go ahead, Tom. A little shorter for the, uh, for the heat. Looks like the COVID duck, as it normally does, is charging to the lead. Along with the uh, <laughs> lime green state of Ohio highway patrol green duck. The guy with the vest on. Okay, so, Logan, the first thing to know about this is the person leading early never wins. <laughs> Coming down the to person rest. leading early never. You Here do not come, want to lead early. Up. Here we go. See. Uh oh. And there a purple it is. Uh, it. Eric. Out of nowhere. All right, Eric Gunn. Eric Gunn. You got a spot in the finals, Eric. You got a spot in the finals. So we'll kind of right. chat a little bit as he gets the second one set up here. I think he's got to cut and paste some things into this. So, so Logan, Logan, just so you know, this is great. This is great for like. Plane rides and bus rides. Everyone throws twenty bucks in. You set some ducks. Like, just let you sounds know. like a great this way to lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jimmy. I'll set the second one up while you guys are talking. Yep, yep. So uh, Eric's got a spot in the finals there. Game war jersey. Uh, Logan, we were in Pittsburgh for that game. Uh, that was the coldest game of the year so far. Uh, a little chilly. 
uh, the city near West Virginia is how we what we call them, Logan. By the way, um, I think we're going to get colder as the year goes on, but it doesn't matter because that's when we're going to play our best uh, towards the end of the season here, going into the playoffs. So, second second heat here, semifinals. Okay, you guys, so, will someone write down the winner from the first one for me, just so put it in the private chat for me, so I can make yeah. sure I said it properly. Hold on, right, who was it? Eric. Eric, Gunn. Eric. Gotcha. Is it okay? Cool. I got Hold it. Put it in the chat for me. Okay, here we go. They're off. Like that panda duck looking kind of strong coming out. You do not yeah. want to be first. He doesn't want to be right now. Like that. first never wins. Ten seconds in. <laughs> what is that scholarly duck coming on? That, that scholarly again, we normally duck. run these for a minute. So that's. Oh, here we go. Here ten comes seconds Kay Adams. Go. You don't want to be in the lead. Here comes Kay Adams gonna win. We do not Kay want Silver Duck win. to win. We're going to Boston. This Come on, Kay. Do not Come do on, that. Come on, Kay. Is that a cop outfit? Feels like a so hold on. cop. Hold on, hold on. So hold on. As we went through this, Kay bought a bunch of ducks, but we only put one duck in her name because she said if she won, there was go. just there was two. Just so you know, there was two. two. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's too funny. So it's Kay Adams right. and Eric Gunn. Two M. Eric Gunn, G U N N. I think it's Dunn. Dunn, D U N. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, that's it. All this right, is, we'll go 30, right here now. We'll go thirty seconds on this. I have a feeling, I, <laughs> Eric. I don't, I don't know who you are, Eric, but I have a feeling you're going to win either way. I think Kay's going to probably give you the jersey, but I won't speak for here her. We go. Here we go. Here we go. They're off. Eric Dunn, I won't, Donald I, Trump duck, <laughs> uh, up ahead. Kay Adams. Well, if he loses, the, he's uh, going to challenge it. Ohio anyway, so. Highway yes. Workers <laughs> Neon Green. Eric uh, Dunn is quacking loud. I thought we were going to Really slow. She feels really slow with Kay is not whipping her Dwayman. Here comes Kay. Here she comes. Here she comes. (laughs) She's going to get him. Just to be clear. Eric Dunn can admit defeat and uh, give it to uh, Kay Adams. Not protest. Kay's gonna, gonna be very confused when Jimmy Texan says she beat Donald Trump in a duck race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So just just for clarity, this is not something we can we can no. budget no. any way, shape, or throwing names on a randomizer. The computer picks this. I swear to you, we had no control over this. Hilarious uh, that Kay wins. So I will when the show's over. Uh, the list will, of uh, names I pulled from. All fair and square. We're obviously very transparent with everything that we do here. Yeah. Okay, Adam won. <laughs> fair and square. Or, what can I say? Or if Kay, if Kay wants it, now all of a sudden you're going to see the white Bengals helmet behind her on her show and the Logan Wilson frame jersey is what's going to happen. So, That's hilarious. Logan, hey, look, man, we'll, we'll get in touch with you uh, probably tomorrow or the next day uh, with yeah. Will, and, and, and we'll figure out uh, how do we want to get these funds to, to that family. And uh, yeah. it's crazy. I think she also – Small world, Logan. A small world. She also works for a very good friend of mine as well, wow. uh, at the hospital. So, uh, so she knew all about her and the situation too, That's which is really cool to hear. Yeah, um, please send our best, please. Yeah. So, brother, hey, Logan, hey, we appreciate you being here with us. Uh, appreciate you taking time uh, today. Look, man, uh, Hude Nation loves you, big dog, and we we will be there loud and proud every game, home and away. I do want to ask one question though. Could you tell down in Tampa? the presence of the Cincinnati Bengal fans in the stadium. Talk about that if you could. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I knew I knew the presence when we ran out um, before the kickoff, and we didn't get booed as loud as we normally do. <laughs> there was I didn't make a- it to the game. I didn't make it to the game, but the national broadcast, it, all you could hear was Hootay chants the whole game. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. yeah, I was looking around. There was there was a lot of Bengals fans in there. It was cool. So what, 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 is, what does that mean to you, though, on the field when you go to an away stadium? It's usually very hostile, right? Uh, but what, what does yeah. that mean? It gives you a little bit more energy, right, I assume? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it shows the support of, you know, this fan base. And I feel like it's growing, too, you know, as, you know, we keep winning games. And, um, you know, it's big for us. And we can feed off that, especially at away games. Yeah. Well, Big Dog, we can't wait to, to yeah, thank you know, you. how the rest of this season plays out, man. We'll be watching. And, and good luck the rest of the year, man. We appreciate everything. Thank you, guys. Well, good. Merry Christmas. Right, yeah, Merry Christmas. Thanks, Logan. Good day.